You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. In today's episode, I just want to connect with you, Bestie, share some updates about my life, why we got engaged the second time, and just some ways that looking back, I really grown and learned from my relationship, where I am now, and just some of my thoughts on how to have an extraordinary relationship rather than a mediocre one. This one's going to be a real heart-to-heart, so grab a coffee or a smoothie or a glass of wine, and let's get cozy and dive right in, right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello, besties, and welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. It's me, your favorite relationship coach, Gloria Zhang. And a few weeks ago, I had shared on my Instagram stories that we got engaged again. (laughs) And, you know, some of my relatives saw it and people were just really confused. They're like, what happened? Why did he propose again? You know, is everything all right? (laughs) So um, we were having a blast it didn't even occur to me at that time that people might be a little bit confused. So I thought it would be a great story to share on the podcast, (laughs) something a little bit personal and, you know, behind the scenes. And by the way, I post a lot of fun stuff on my social medias. So you can follow me at by Gloria Zhang. Lots and lots of good stuff on there. So I told you guys on episode 98 that we got engaged in Japan, right? And we were so excited for it. We did all this planning, all this preparation, and it turned out to be probably the worst trip I'd ever gone on. All this terrible stuff happened. You know, I got food poisoning twice. All of our plans just got totally wrecked, yada, yada. And I was still basically recovering from that whole ordeal for about a month afterwards. So I'm just telling you this as a setup just to explain what was going on. You know, and I want to be very authentic with you guys. I do not try to present my image a certain way. And actually, many of my clients actually know this. But the truth is, I have a bougie bone in my body. That's the truth, guys. (laughs) I am a hashtag Barbie girl. Always have and always will. I love bougie things. I love sparkly, pretty, pink things, fancy things. And I have come to terms with the fact that that's just who I am. (laughs) I don't really try to hide that anymore. And that's just what I like. And Andrew was very similar to me in that regards. And I had mentioned in passing maybe a year and a half ago to Andrew that, oh, like, I wish I could go to the Shangri-La Hotel in Toronto. As you guys know, it's this super fancy, super upscale hotel that I have never been in before, but I really wanted to. I just said it in passing, you know, didn't expect him to remember. I even had forgotten about it. But let me tell you, a couple of weeks ago, this man, (laughs) I'm telling you, this man, he planned a whole other secret second engagement for me. 
for the past month. Like literally started planning this weeks after we had gotten back from the whole Japan fiasco. I had no idea about this. All right. And it's very hard to keep secrets from each other since we live together 24-7. We're around each other all the time, right? We both work from home together. You know, I run my business at home. He works from home. So I'm very impressed. And I had no idea. The day of, he said to me, Gloria, pack your bags. We're going on a secret date. By the way, wear your nice outfit. <laughs> so I thought, okay, oh, that's nice. Maybe it's like a concert or something. And by the way, the way you know that I really had no idea were that my nails were atrocious at the time, right? <laughs> you know, I would have gotten them done if I knew a second proposal was coming, but I posted a picture on Instagram. They were gnarly, guys. <laughs> they were gnarly. I had gotten shellac done and I couldn't take it off by myself. So I actually tried to paint over shellac with regular <laughs> nail polish. <laughs> it looked awful, but that's okay. So we're driving, we're driving along. I'm thinking, oh, maybe we're going to a show or some event. And we keep driving. And I'm like, um, Andrew, we're in Toronto now. What's going on? We're downtown now. What's happening? A couple of blocks past, we park in front of a random street downtown Toronto. Andrew says, hey, Gloria, look up. And I look over and it was the Shangri-La Hotel in Toronto. But... <laughs> that's not even it. He had called ahead of time for them to prepare the room in a special way. And apparently, if you were just a regular person, you can't even book these rooms. So he had to sign up for a membership just to do this proposal. Right? He wanted them to prepare the room a special way, saying, hey, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend again on this date. And I think when we arrived there, we were a little bit too early and the concierge actually panicked a little bit. They took him aside, you know, they were muttering something. I was already surprised just being there. But then they said we'd have to wait about 10 to 15 minutes. I'm just standing there clueless, like, oh, this is so nice. You know, why are we waiting? And after the time passes, as we go up the escalator and then down the hallway, the staff is still running out of our room <laughs> just as we're about to walk in. And I'm still clueless at this point. I'm like, oh, this is nice, right? Kind of in shock. But before we get into the room, Andrew says, Gloria, take out your camera. You'll want to take a video. Oh yeah, when your girlfriend is a podcaster and influencer, you know that she wants to take a video. And we enter and I gasp and I see this beautiful trail of red and white rose petals, candles, fake candles, but they were still nice, that kind of curved and led up to the master bed. And once you got to that purple and gold master bed, there was a gigantic heart made out of roses on it. And I am screaming at this point. I'm like, oh my God, this is so nice. What is this? And I turn around and he's down on one knee. Gloria, will you marry me again? <laughs> and we're both like, you know, crying at this point. And I throw my phone on the bed and I realized that this was a different ring. <laughs> it was a resized ring because the first one was actually too big. My finger is unusually tiny and we couldn't get it resized because there was something wrong with the colors. And he said to me, Gloria, you had such a tough time in Japan and I couldn't even kneel down properly on that boat. So I wanted to do something extra special. 
so that you only have good memories of our engagement. And I wept. This man, I tell you, <laughs> and that's not all. Instead of the stress of running around in Japan and restaurants that wouldn't let us in and us starving on the street, he planned to the T our entire weekend at the hotel. He had booked a relaxing couple's massage. He actually booked an authentic izakaya Japanese restaurant since I was actually too sick to go to a real one in Japan. So that was really special. And he booked this like super nice fancy breakfast place, zero stress, only 100% relaxing. And let me tell you, I had so much fun. I wasn't expecting anything like this at all. You know, I had gotten over the Japan thing at this point. And, you know, I know people were still confused. Like, why put in the effort for two engagements? Why even go that far? The truth is, and this is what I have learned about extraordinary relationships, is that we play by our own rules. I don't give a damn about what anyone else thinks anymore. You know, snarky, rude comments, whatever. We play by our own rules. We want to have fun. We are willing to go the extra mile for each other. And that's something that we decided together. And just wait till I tell people that we plan to have three weddings, including, this is one that I want, is I also want to get married once in Las Vegas by an Elvis impersonator and just have like the craziest weekend ever. That's what I want. And that's one of the important things I've learned after the 10 years of toxic relationships I had been in in the past. And I just want to share that many, many years ago, even in the depths of my despair, even when I was being abandoned, I haven't even told you guys all the stories. I even went on this date with a guy once who at the end of the date gave me a box of life cereal so that he wouldn't have to see me again. It's like he tried to pay me in a cereal box to make me go away, right? I have been through some SHIT and I could have just said, I'll settle for anything, right? I'll just take anything at this point, but I couldn't. That's just not who I am. After everything I have been through, being used and abused, mistreated, taken for granted, after all of that, and I could tell you stories. I have enough stories for 10 more years of podcasts here. I decided for myself, screw it, Gloria, this is all or nothing. I am either going to have an extraordinary relationship, not a mediocre one, or none at all. There's just no in-between for this anymore. I've had it. I'm at my wit's end. This is what I decided for myself. And I didn't even realize that I had chosen that for myself until I started to take my relationships, my healing, and my love life more seriously. And I realized that my message somewhat contradicts pop culture right now. You know, I know there's a big push right now for independence. You got to be a strong, independent woman. But it's to me, this is not an either or thing. I am a strong, independent woman. But at the same time, I want to be in an amazing relationship. Why can't a girl have both? It's not mutually exclusive. You can absolutely have both. And I 1000% agree that when you are with the right person, a true partner in crime, an emotional match, 
they will bring out your best self. You can become more of that strong, independent woman. My business boomed. My podcast boomed because my relationship was able to nurture me in all the right places, so that I could grow as a person. And being in an extraordinary relationship, knowing how to find one and knowing how to nurture one, is not as abstract or complicated as you might think. And I know it's kind of hard to hear if you feel like you're really, really far away from that right now. The idea of even just being not unhappy might seem really far away. But I live and breathe this stuff, and I found a way to communicate all the steps to people in a blueprint, step by step by step. And I figured out that it doesn't matter who you are or how much trauma you've been through. If you follow these exact steps, you will get an extraordinary, secure relationship. I've seen it time and time again. It is not abstract at all. And I followed the same advice myself that I share with you guys on the podcast and that I give to my clients. So in week nine inside Soulmate, the ninth step is something that I teach that's called the circle of safety, right? Circle of safety. It's a picture of a circle, which basically explains that there are three absolutely mandatory criteria that everybody needs to ensure that someone is actually your type, not what you think is your type, right? Like, oh, they have to have brown hair. They have to have a certain career. That's where we get stuck. But I'm talking about a truly emotionally compatible match, someone who matches you emotionally based on what your core wounds are that will lead to a peaceful and long-lasting relationship. So if you're going to start thinking about relationships, forget about what you've been taught about types and blah, blah, blah. It's not about what you wear. It's not about how sexy you are or how intriguing you are. It's about finding someone who is the right emotional match. And by the way, if you want a template for this, uh, I actually talk about this inside my free workshop. It's the workshop that's called No More Painful Relationships. It's really, really good. You can head on over to gethealthylove.com. That's gethealthylove.com. There's a link in the show notes below. If you want access to it, highly recommend it. So let's talk a little bit more about the emotional match. And my goodness, I remember the struggle of past relationships pushing through the wrong relationships. If it feels like you're pushing and struggling, probably not in the right relationship, we're probably not showing up in the wrong way. Because whatever you're feeling right now simply gets magnified, right? Relationships are simply an extension of who you are. But what's interesting is that although Andrew met my basic criteria, right, of that circle of safety, he was already a match for me, but he was never this chivalrous before, right, in the past. And he told me this. He'd always been a very nice person, but he had never gone to such lengths for a partner before, you know, with the boat proposal and the fancy hotel. Why was that? Well, it's simply because I inspired it out of him. And I think all of us know this on an intuitive level. You've probably experienced something similar before too. Nobody stops growing in relationships. Even 10, 20 years from now, we continue to grow inside relationships. And it goes both ways. Not only does he make me feel safe emotionally, 
but I know how to make him feel safe emotionally. I've actually explained this to clients. It's almost as if both of our inner children are now in the picture. It's like my inner child and his inner child are in a relationship. Now, it's not just yours. It is two. And the relationship itself is like a living, breathing organism. It's more than just one plus one. It's more than just the sum total of me plus him. It's his own thing. And it needs to be maintained. It's like a plant, right? It needs nutrition. It needs sunlight. It needs water. So again, we make each other feel safe. And I have all the tools to know exactly how to make his inner child feel safe too without sacrificing myself. That's the key. And there's an art and a science to this. And once you know this, you are good. You are good for the rest of your life. You will know exactly how relationships work. You know, this is all stuff I teach. And when you are a healthy person who can safely receive and hold love, it inspires you to give it back. Right? When you think of the people you most deeply care about, whether it's your dog or your cat or a friend, you love them so much you would do anything for them. You feel inspired to give to them. It's no longer transactional. It's no longer me and you keeping score, bookkeeping, tit for tat, none of that You know, level one manipulative stuff. This is true love. This is real love. And it feels safe to give and to receive. And the other thing is I also use my communication skills and I ask for the things I want, (laughs) right? And of course, a lot of that comes back again to the emotional compatibility. I will ask for nice things that I actually want and I'm not afraid to say it. And it also has to come down to being able to choose the right partner who's able to match you. It's not just about the fancy things. Like I know that today I'm talking about this fancy hotel you know, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to brag about that. That was just a fun aspect that I wanted to share. But it's more than that, obviously, right? Like, there's so many things that go into it. It's the laughing together. It's the being true equal partners who choose each other. It's the friendship from which the relationship is built on top of. It's about having important, honest conversations It's about being able to be your real self around them. You know, I'm a complete weirdo like 99% of the time and I don't put on an act around my partner. I've seen things floating around the internet like, oh, men, if you cry in front of your partner, you're going to lose her trust or something. It just, no, that's not how it actually works. The loyalty and the trust all of the things that are core foundational pieces that all work together to create an extraordinary relationship. And I would never settle for anything less. Never, never, ever. And once again, I am sharing this because I just want to show you guys what can be available for you at the end of this. I have been at the point of feeling hopeless so many times, guys. Like, You know, I was ready to just adopt kids, right? And just say, screw it. I'm never going to find someone. Maybe I'm not meant to be in a relationship. Maybe I'm not meant to be happy. And none of those things are true. And if there's anyone here who maybe is strong and independent, but also wants connection, truly desires that relationship, it is possible for you too. And I appreciate you guys following me on this journey together. 
you know, I'm definitely going to update you guys on the wedding planning because I've never done that before. I think we're going to have like a cherry blossom themed wedding. I'll take you along on the journey with all the shenanigans and stuff like that. And speaking of which, the week that this episode is scheduled to come out is actually the week that we're moving or traveling to Vancouver to move there, potentially permanently. And if I'm going to have a vulnerable moment right now, it's a very scary thing for me. And that's going to be the next chapter of our relationship that we are going to grow through together. And I'll be sharing my journey with you guys about that as well. You know, I was really excited, so pumped about, wow, the mountains, you know, the ocean. And as the week started ticking down and it became more real, I started feeling afraid. You know, aside from living in China when I was a baby, I have lived in Ontario my whole life. And so this is the first time in my life, really, that I'm leaving home, right? I'm leaving the Toronto area, uprooting everything to start over. Not to mention, we end up selling like 80% of our furniture just because it's difficult to kind of ship things across the country. Very expensive, by the way. So we were trying to be as cost efficient as possible. And as the day's getting closer and closer, we've had to have multiple talks about this. We started doing something a few months ago where every night as we're eating dinner, we'll just talk about our day, right? How was your day? Is there anything you want to talk about? How was my day? Is there anything that I want to talk about? And we've had several conversations about our cold feet around moving to Vancouver. And it wasn't just me. You know, Andrew has a band that he plays with here that he's been in for like his whole life, basically. So he was feeling some grief around letting that go. And for me, it was like, oh my God, you know, I'm not going to know anybody in Vancouver. We're starting over, right? Like there's always a piece of grief and fear around any sort of transition. Sometimes like older wounds kind of resurfacing again, which is very normal. And the last thing that really made us go, oh, is us actually realizing that we're not going to be seeing each other as much anymore, right? I told you guys, we're together all the time working from home. But since we're moving to Vancouver, because Andrew's school, you know, he's going back to school for a year, right? It's eight hours a day, very close to where we're moving to, but still, you know, that's eight hours less that I get to see my babe. And of course, there is a part of me that's like, oh no, right? But because we have this trust between one another, we can actually talk about this. And I know that once we kind of get used to it, it'll be fine. And, you know, distance can make the heart grow fonder. I look forward to, I have a thing for domestic chores. I like, you know, packing cute little lunch boxes for people. And I want to be the kind of wifey who's like, welcome home you know, when, when he gets home. Just cheesy things like that. For some reason, I just absolutely adore so I actually really am looking forward to that aspect. But also this time apart is going to allow opportunities for me to grow as well. You know, I was thinking about getting back into music, becoming more athletic since I'll be moving to Vancouver. I want to become one of those mountain people now. <laughs> Whenever you are going through some sort of change in your life, just remember that at the core of it, is an identity change. You feel fearful about being away from people or being away from places. 
Because on some level, those people and places have been a part of you for so long that you think it is you, right? It's part of who you are. It's part of your identity. And it almost feels like you're giving away pieces of yourself, right? You're giving yourself away, which is actually not true at all. When in fact, you are actually expanding. And if you really want to get deep with this, I would even go back to episode number 90, right? Humanity's Core Wound. It's a very, very deep episode. I know it's one of your guys' favorite episodes. So my loves, I really enjoyed being able to share this piece of my journey with you all. The ups and the downs. Let me know your thoughts. And if we're not connected already on social media, let's do it up at by Gloria Zhang. And listen, if you want these steps on how to create an extraordinary relationship for yourself, I do provide the template inside my free workshop. Just go to gethealthylove.com. Go check it out. It's free for the time being. And if you want to work together, we would absolutely love to have you. Just book a free call. Head on over to buygloriazang.com slash soulmate. You can go in there, you know, fill out a little form and book a free call with my team. No pressure, only mad love. And next week, we have a more practical episode coming your way where I'm answering the timeless question, what do I do if my ex wants to be friends? So I'll see you back here next week. So have a beautiful day and an abundant life. Mwah. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.